Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we have a very special guest. I think from 3,000 miles away, I need to know where she's quarantining. The one and only millionaire matchmaker, Miss Patty Stanger. How hey. are you? How you doing, David? And when, and as I talk in Wendy speak in your hood, you know. Do, do I make the New York or New Jersey or, and you come out? Um, probably, I'll probably start dropping my R's by the next 10 minutes. Because I start to talk like this, you know what I mean, yeah, you know. But I don't talk. But seriously, we don't talk like that. When I'm around, Jill Zarin's my best friend. So when we're, when I'm around Long Island people, my sister lives there. They all have this heavy R drop. But the one person I'm loving right now is obviously the real president, Governor Cuomo. And I grew up in Queens up to 11 years old. And I can hear the Queens accent. Like it's completely different than Brooklyn and Long Island. It's kind of sexy. Don't I you say. love it? I love it. What'd you say? I, I, I just love like that Long Island Queens accent. I just love it. It's funny. I, I, you know, I hated it growing up. And we didn't talk like the Sopranos, like Butter Bing. We didn't, you know, Essex County wasn't like that, which is exactly where the Sopranos were from. So it's kind of weird. But yeah. Are you, are, are you in California or am I just making that I'm up? Delray, on the border of Venice, between Manhattan Beach and Venice, in a beach community. Um, Hunkering down, Leslie Jordan style, you know, and uh, probably two blocks from the riots as of last week. <laughs> so, yeah. How are things going there? Because I mean, like New York City has had its moments. Well, I mean, had the worst of it. Um, you know, it's been scary. I mean, when you hear the helicopters flying and you and your your friends are losing their businesses, and we're not just talking white businesses, we're talking African American businesses. They looted everyone, and I had to go help people clean up, and it was just horrible. And my friends were calling. One of my favorite stores is a homeopathic store in Santa Monica. You know, herbal stuff, stuff that cures cancer, but nobody talks about really. Old man 
homeopathic owns it. They beat the crap out of him. They robbed the store, which I don't even think they would know how to use the supplements that were in there. And then on top of it, the insurance won't pay. So we're doing a GoFundMe for him. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Nordstrom will survive, not moms and pops. No, not three months, you know? Mm-hmm. And have you been, are you quarantining by yourself? Yes, for three months. But I was sick before it. I thought, I, I think I had COVID. I was sick for three and a half weeks. I got it in January, coming back from Boca, being with Jill. And I went to the doctor. He's like, yeah, you have the flu. And I'm like, this isn't the flu. I can't move. I'm sleeping. I'm hallucinating. I'm sweating. I'm dizzy. I'm nauseous. He's like, no, it's the flu. But they didn't know it was COVID. So, so Monday, I will take a COVID test and an antibody test to see what it really is, if it's still in my system or not. Wow. So you've just asked been- my house. I do have a handyman that comes in once in a while. There's things that break and you can't do it. Like my dishwasher broke. So I mask up and I Purell, you know? It's amazing. My cleaning lady started coming back, but I've been out of the house when she, but I mean. We're all bringing them back now because we're going, we got to move on. But at the same time, like we have to do what Governor Cuomo says and we have to protect ourselves. So like when we went to do the protest last Saturday, I was like, no one is social distancing here. You know, I didn't go, uh, but because I just felt like I have an autoimmune, so I'm a little afraid of what could happen. I have Hashimoto's. So I was like, mm, let's not do this. And they were on top of one another. But again, they're out for a right cause, and I just hope God protects every one of them, you know? It's the people are everywhere. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is a crazy week. We won't harp on it, but before we get into it, I mean, what do you think? You know, you were a Bravo. I mean, you are a Bravo celebrity. Like, what do you think uh, about Stassi, Kristen? I'm really, I, my heart is saddened. I'm heartbroken, but I understand um, faith. I get it. I get it. Look, we at Millionaire's Club and Millionaire Matchmaker and Million Dollar Matchmaker have been diverse since the beginning. I fought for those black mixers. I fought for my gay mixers. I fought for my transgender on Million Dollar Matchmaker. Um, you know, we had Asian, we had Latin. We, we did not believe, love is love. And I have seen two people from two diverse backgrounds, you know, that their parents wouldn't come to the wedding, that were so in love with each other because they were opposite races and God couldn't separate them. So love is love. We don't believe in that. I'm doing my part, which I'm asking everybody. I was just about to make a, an announcement um, where I'm going to start promoting black African-American businesses on my social media channels. I really believe in it, you know, and help them. I'm asking influencers to come on and talk. We tried to just share the mic yesterday. Nobody sent me a video. I asked everyone to send me a video. Let's put it up. And I'm not just going to do it because it's the thing now. I'm going to do it all the time. I think we all need to do it. Look, Black Lives Matter. Racism is, an, is a virus that kills. End of story. And those videos, oh, I can't watch those cop videos anymore. The minute the George called up for his mother, I metaphysical. I said, I bet his mother showed up to take him to the other side. And everybody's, no, his mother's alive. And I'm like, I don't feel that. And we found out she's passed on three years to the day. So she must have seen her. And that's, we, we, we in, in spirituality and metaphysics and, you know, we believe that, um, that and there's studies that have been done on this on NDE. We believe that your loved ones come to take you over. So I was praying, you know, he rests in peace. As well wow. as Brianna, 
all of them, all of them. People we don't even know their names on. It's terrible, terrible. You never hear this about the firemen. Like the firemen are so nice. I've dated enough to know. <laughs> How is that? I've like never dated a fireman. I got cheated on by a 9-11 firefighter from Staten Island, by the way, with the, with the accent you like. But man, was Steve sexy. Did he, he have tattoos? Long distance killed it. That's what happened. Uh-huh. Did he have tattoos? No, I don't, maybe. Not really. He was the cover of the 9-11 uh, calendar. Well, yeah. I mean, what more do you need to know? I'm not surprised because girls will run after him. And he hurt me. So there you go. Patty Stanger, the Million Ranch Maker, got hurt. Can you believe it? It happened. The first date, I broke my rules because check this out. We were doing press for Bravo. I was hosting The View. He sent roses and it wouldn't get through the door and Whoopi got it for me. She put it in my dressing room. She said, I don't know who this is, but somebody put this. And he, we went out for dinner that night for, it was Valentine's Day. And it snowed, there was a blizzard. And where are we staying? Because where did Bravo put us? At Trump Tower downtown, you know, Trump, Trump Soho. And I said, you can't go out in the snow. Shirt comes off. I'm in bed. I was like, I'm breaking my rules. But I did. And of course, he broke my heart. See, it works. If you don't get monogamy, what you happens? Don't, you don't break those rules. Now, speaking of breaking your rules, do you, what do you say to people? I'm sure you get this all the time because I've heard it. Like, what do you say to people who say, well, how can Patty be a good matchmaker if she's still single? Like, I feel like, let's hear it from you. I like just haven't chosen them to, okay. One of the reasons I haven't married anyone is because they're a lot broker than I. And I don't want to be the main breadwinner. I want a partner that matches up. So a lot of times I've been duped. Like I got a good job, I have a good car, I have a house. Now he's losing the house, the car's from 10 years ago, or he's you know, leasing it or whatever, whatever the case may be. So I got duped because I'm, I'm like a man, I'm physically attracted to something. And then I kept picking the same sports guy, kind of like Khloe Kardashian without money. And um, so it wasn't like I wasn't in a relationship. I was on again, off again for, with my ex for many years, even though we, he moved out two and a half years into what you saw on the show. And we broke up and then he kept coming back and the sex was good. And it was like, oh, right, I got nobody else. All right. And I started dating and I went online. I went on Bumble. I went on all these apps. And I was like, kaka. And then I just took a break. I traveled. I went to Hong Kong. I went to Jonagon in Brazil. Um, I studied with the Buddhist monks. I learned meditation. I did TM. So I wasn't like really into dating. Then he showed up again and I just said, this is wrong. We're not moving in the right direction. I need a different kind of guy. I need a man, not a boy. And I was attracted to the boys. It's my fault. Nobody else's. And that's the thing that you have to realize. When you're single, it's two reasons why. A, you have no access to the right people. That's why you hire a matchmaker. Or B, your mind is not in the place to get you what you want. You're incongruent with your desire. And so I teach you how to get in, in, in you know. And now I think for the first time I'm ready to date, but we're in quarantine. You know, I have guys calling me, but I'm looking for a different kind of man. I think I'm going to go back to my roots and get a New Yorker. I don't I, think. I haven't said that in a really long time. I was always going after those California hotties. I need a man, not a boy anymore. I'm done with the boys. Mm -hmm. I like you with a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. What about quarantine? Like, what do you think? Like, how, you know, how do you think quarantine has changed dating? Has it changed it forever? Well, it's killing marriages as of today. Kelly Clarkson, my, my heart goes out to you. I met you and your husband. I'm so, so sorry. 
you know how much I love you. Um, it's killing marriages. People are getting on each other's nerves. They're not learning that the bathroom is a neutral zone that you can go into to say, I got to make a call. I got to read a magazine. I got to take a breath of fresh air. I got to meditate. They're not doing it, especially in New York when you're in a studio. So it's killing marriages. We know that a lot of divorces in the last couple of weeks. But as far as dating goes, it's a deeper way. So you can't be too busy to take the call or the video chat. I put a lot of things yesterday online dating on my Twitter. Check my Twitter at yesterday because it's about 10 things that I say. If the guy's doing this, if the girl's doing that, gay or straight, doesn't matter, bisexual fluid. Um, it pretty much shows you the roadmap on online dating. And it's saying, like, if someone doesn't give you time, you're on a rotation or they're married. If they're, not, if they're texting you and they won't get on a video chat, they're married or living with someone and she's or he is probably sitting next to that person. So I gave you like a roadmap. It can connect you on a deeper level, but here's the problem. When you do meet, even if you take a social distance walk with a mask, if you don't have chemistry, it doesn't mean anything. So if you spend all this time talk, 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 and you don't meet in person, the defining moment is when you meet in person because without kind of meeting in fantasy land it's fantasy land because you haven't actually had a physical date now what's good is if you go on a date and you take a walk or you you know go get coffee there's not much else there's no distraction there's no going to a restaurant looking hot and the guy or the girl's looking at the door for the next best thing so it's kind of a good thing but on another way you gotta you gotta put your realistic expectations into check and say let's just see what this is all about after quarantine is over so well, like i don't get too excited over it is what I'm trying to do right like if you're zooming someone for three months don't put too much into it no and there's a lot of long distance going on especially Bumble just changed their GOP uh, GSP locator like Tinder has so you're seeing people that don't live in your hood you know giving you the little love note like in the morning like I remember right before quarantine I was talking to this guy doctor good-looking from Seattle and every morning for three weeks he would send me a little love note on text now, I was busy. I couldn't see him. So finally, about third week, I'm getting annoyed. I'm at the annoyed phase. And I just go, hey, are we going to meet? And then he ghosted me. And what I found out was he was in a relationship. A friend of my friend knew him as a, a doctor in a hospital and said, that man is, is living with someone. And like, here's the situation. We don't know who we're meeting online. You need to check him out. Spokio is a great place for background checks. LinkedIn, Instagram, check the storyline. Look at the tags. Look at the tags. Is he with a five, you know, was he with a girl and all these tags? He's got a girlfriend. Ask him, say, do you have a girlfriend? Are you in a relationship? Ask him to, you know, if you're gay, say, hey, listen, do you really want a serious relationship or are you just using me for a hookup? Do you think like the hookup culture, I mean, I know it's against your rule anyway to hook up on the first night, but like, do you think that's going to be changed by COVID? But if you want a serious relationship, it's a bad thing, gay or straight. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, fluid, whatever. You want a serious relationship. You want that person to respect you and take you seriously. So you can't give away the cookie for nothing, right? So what happens is I think they're still hooking up. Young people are hooking up because that stupid doctor that I want to murder, I will not say her name, think everyone's getting COVID. So all those people that went to those parties like in the Ozarks or in Arizona are all getting COVID now. We just had our Memorial Day crunch two weeks ago. Now everyone's got COVID. So then they're young. So that if you do have sex, the CDC says put a mask on your face, like that's going to protect bodily fluid downtown. I'm not going to trust them with that. You know, 
because you could run the risk. Now I have a friend that broke it two weeks in, in the pandemic, you know, the height of the pandemic. Right. And she's got a serious boyfriend. They're mad. There's an exception to every rule. She didn't care. And she's a nurse. Wow. Can you believe that one? She's a nurse. You got to feel you. I always say, use your intuition. It's the best check. Mm -hmm. All right. So you think like once we're out of COVID, life will eventually go back to normal as far as dating and hooking up? Well, yeah, because they're starved. They're like, the caged tigers and tiger king. They're gonna want that meat tomorrow. And where there's meat, there's man, baby. <laughs> oh, you know, they're gonna be like, <laughs> like they're, they're like that now. They're sending roses that they don't even know these chicks. They're sending um, dinner baskets. We're doing virtual mixers online where the client has 25 girls to meet, gay or straight, doesn't matter, and uh, guys or girls, and the millionaire basically sending like gift packages to the girls like wine and cheese and games to play it's kind of cool actually mm -hmm. yeah i mean like in the beginning i was you know i mean i'm single and i live alone in the beginning i was like oh this is not fun this is just no. not fun i had the same thing and now i love it <laughs> Don't ask yeah. me no, I mean, I've gotten used to being by myself during all of this. You know, I mean, now that we're coming out of it, it's a little different. But in the beginning, I was like, I'm not going to make it. Like, I just, it's like being in high school again. I'm like, I haven't gone without sex this long in my life. Did you want to go, wait, do, you, do your family live outside the city? Like, could you have left and gone to someone's house? Yeah, and I could have gone to the Hamptons also. You know what it is? Like, in the beginning, I kind of just wanted to stay. I had all my stuff here. I was working on this show. And then like in the middle of it, I kind of was ready to travel. And then you're like, but now I don't feel safe. Like I, I don't drive. Mm -hmm. Well, now that Cuomo's opened the city, you should be feeling a lot better. Just do all the rules and regulations that he's teaching you to do because he's the only one that knows what's going on. Every single leader is, a, I'm sorry, they're not the brightest lights in the tunnel. They went to law school most of the in the government and I'm like how do you not have an education he's all about the facts not the fiction so I would listen to him he's yeah. the one I listen to I don't even listen to my governor Gavin is he's a sweetie but he ain't no he ain't no tiger I mean I want a tiger and that's Cuomo mm -hmm. you kind of want a tiger so let's talk about the beginning, like when you were on Bravo way back when in 2008 when the Millionaire Matchmaker started when like, I had really bad, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I like remember it. I mean, did you, you know, this was like back in the heyday. Like, did you ever think the Bravo network would be like this big? I mean, it was big then, but. Fuck no. First of all, it was me, Jeff and Vicky, like the three originals after Blowout went away, after Jonathan went away. And um, everyone came after us, New York, New Jersey, Atlanta. I remember being on the carpet at TCA and like Million Dollar Listing was behind me and then there was Jersey and New York and Atlanta and we all met for the first time and like Jeff and I just bonded Lewis and I just bonded right away because we're the same and we were like what are we doing here and we only cared about making money for our businesses like we didn't care about the fame part where they were more on these ensemble shows because it was about them you know like they, they could be replaced it, the show was about us so we were in a different subset and now we look back and we're like, we were like the Sakonic High School that everybody went to. That's what it feels like, you know? Yeah, it was like, kind of, and I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. I miss Bravo a lot. I would go back. Know. 
I would go back. I miss it. And yeah. when you left, just let's clear this off because this is another thing that I Bravo. see all the time. First of all, Bravo didn't do anything wrong. We were in the contract negotiations. There were things they wanted I couldn't give. And I got another offer from We. And we were going to do a completely different show at We. And Mark, the president, became my friend. And I fell in love with him. And I thought, and my agent and my lawyer and everyone was like, try something new. Because I thought I could be like the Andy at We and we could build this network. But I didn't realize they only had two nights of programming a week. Kind of made a mistake. And that's, I'm learning the business as I go, mind you, because there's no roadmap. And, and it was just a bad decision. And then Bravo came back and gave me what I wanted, but it was too late. I already had taken the other deal. So it was just a stupid thing. And I love Mark to death, but we wasn't my platform. Bravo was. I love uh, how you know the question love, before I even answer. What'd you say? What'd I you love say? how you know the question before I even ask it, I mean. No, I mean, look, I, I was lonely at Bravo at times. I wasn't on an ensemble. I had a rap show, 107 episodes, and you know, every rap in it. I never saw these people again except for Plumpty Dumpty. She was the only one that came back. And so- um, She did. When my friends came on, like Kenya and Cynthia and Taylor were my friends, and it was my favorite episode, the 100th episode, because I actually, I produced all my shows, but this was one episode I produced from Soup to Nuts and screamed at everyone, please let me have them. They were shooting. A RHOA and they couldn't give me them. And then, you know, Kenya and, and Cynthia rioted and says, no, we're going on. And, um, it was so, I was having so much fun. Like when Nini came on and when so Sonia was, we had the best time, me and Sonia and Rocket Despierto. And so I would speak like what it was be an ensemble show. And I was like, can I please be on an ensemble show? I'm like, my agent's like, why would you want to be in an ensemble show? You're the star of your show. And I'm like, because it's more fun. Like I'm bored after a while. So that was it. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of things you could do today on Millionaire Matchmaker that would change the game. I have like so many versions of the 2.0 version that would be more current for this climate, whether it's in quarantine or out of quarantine, because there's a lot of stuff that's, that's happened. The apps weren't even around then. So there's a lot of things that are different. And plus, I own the trademark, so I should make an app. I Seriously. need a finance security. Bravo should make the app. That's what should happen. Bravo, NBC, Comcast should make my app. Can you imagine, be... imagine a Bravo dating app? Could you imagine that? That'd be fucking amazing, right? Everybody would join from around the world because they're in 200 countries. Everybody. Yeah. So we should put it out there. Hello, Francis Berwick. Bonnie Hammer, let's make an app. I mean, look at BravoCon. Like, it was like, you know. I mean, they were selling those tickets for five times the amount. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So when when the tickets first went on sale, I was telling Margaret and Margaret was like, Margaret Joseph. She was like, these tickets are not going to sell out for $1,500. Like, cause you know, that's what the, she's like, this is not, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, Margaret, it took one second. New York is the number. There was a very famous person at Bravo who ran programming, Jerry Leo. And he sat me down in the beginning to teach me my metrics. That's when I found out I have a large African-American viewership. And he would say, okay, what are you going to do? Here are the top 10 cities. And I'd say, well, I'm going to make content based on the top 10 cities because I want to feed them. And New York was the number one city always. So who wouldn't spend that kind of money? It was their demo. That makes sense. Speaking of New York and uh, let's talk about our newest New York housewife who we all saw before she was famous. Miss Leah Le McSweeney on the millionaire matchmaker. Leah McSweeney, Miss Masculine. Yes. I couldn't 
you know what's funny? I didn't remember her. And somebody was doing a podcast and they were like, ask me those questions. And I'm like, uh, and then I had to watch the episode again. It's that season four was insane. We were in New York. It was one of the highest rated seasons next to the celebrity edition. And we shot 12 episodes in seven weeks, which I do not recommend to any showrunner out there. Thank you to my showrunner. Uh, and it was crazy because I was doing two episodes a week. So I could, I was like, who's next? Like I was literally on drugs the whole time. I looked awful. The lighting was bad, but it was a crazy, those cast of characters that year were insane, insane. And all the places we got to go, you know, like Peter Luger's. I remember they gave us the whole restaurant for a mixer and, and then afterwards fed us. Fast. I was like, Peter Lucas is feeding me. Like I was dying. Plus we had our showroom. I had my showroom, like I used to be in the garment center in 1407. And my, I worked in 1407, 1411, 585, like all the buildings. And they put a blindfold on me and they said, okay, you're going to get to see your office. And they roll up in an SUV. And I'm like, we're in the garment center. And we walk into 1407 and they go, this is your office. It's like in the garment center. You found it in the first place. That was like my first job. It was crazy. Are you watching New York now? Like, do you watch Leah on Real Housewives in New York? I'm missing Bethany. I have to be honest with you. I'm missing Bethany. I won't say it to Luann or Ramona because they'll probably kill me. Um, I'm watching sprinklings of it. And Sonia is just, I mean, she walks in, Miss Sagittarius, optimistic. And she takes my breath away every time. But um, I'm missing Bethany. I'm not going to lie. Jill's going to kill me. I'm missing Bethany. I am. I feel like Bethany... She always knew what was going on and could figure out the undertone of what it is. Even if her storyline was all skinny girl, it was like she knew, no, 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 bitch, you're being cheated on. Like, I love all that stuff. Because she was like me. I would psychologically mind read these people and go, whatever. You know, that kind of thing. I also think that um, Tinsley leaving is great in some ways. Like, they probably would hate that. But I think Tinsley getting married and she knew if I marry Scott, then I gotta move. Like, that's all there is to it. Whether they keep bringing her back and she's got a pied de terre there, I don't know. But Carol has a job here. She's a great matchmaker. Right? Kind of, right? I mean. She fixed them up. She knew right away. Carol, Carol would be a great matchmaker. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the status of your, I mean, is it true like you, your, I mean, is, are, are you in a feud with Bethany? Is this true? Like that was a Ago. Actually, we made up at, um, I called, when, when Bobby died, Jill gave me the list of all the housewives. And she's like, you're going to be the one to wrangle them all. I'm like, great. Like, how am I going to do this? And I was supposed to call Dorinda and I lost, I got a new phone and it deleted Dorinda's number and I only had Sonia's number. Sonia goes, don't worry, I'll handle it. I said, can you really get Bethany there? She's like, I got it. And she brought her. And we had a little talk. She was mad at me, Bethany. I, I said, look, if Bobby's dead, let's just put a past behind. I'm a forgiver. I don't hold a grudge. I'm not a grudge holder. I'm not mad at her. I think she's phenomenal. Um, she's funny as shit. If you're, if you're friends with her, she's really funny. She's smart as hell. Um, and I don't hate anyone. I don't hate anyone. I'm sad about Stassi. I'm sad about Kristen. They need education. They need to go to an African-American class and learn about racism and get educated. That's what I would do. I mean, I would, you... I would start helping the, the African-American business community and start learning how, how, I don't even 
understand how this happened. Like she called someone that the police and said, this is that person. Like why would, even if you're, even if you're not African-American, I'd be terrified that the police were coming to my, like what, that is not a joke, right? That's not a joke. So I was saddened about that. Do you think that Bravo, do, do you think Bravo did the right thing with Stassi and Kristen? Yeah, absolutely. They did smart. They did. They did the right thing. You have to. You have to. This is an African American um, network, probably second to BET in that market, and you got to protect your own. And you know, sometimes the network doesn't know what's going on behind closed doors. That was on a podcast, so they might not know what's off the show. You know. Well, that is the but, argument from some people that like too little, too late. I mean. If it's too little, too late, they did the right thing now. They didn't know about it. If they didn't know about it, how would they know to fix it? Well, let's give them that. And Faith was had a lot of courage. You know, I'm watching Rachel Lindsay, because Rachel, when she was getting um, on The Bachelor and got her guy, we would tweet each other that she used my book. And she's now calling out The Bachelor to have a black, um, an African-American. I feel like, when we say black, do you feel like it's, I feel like I need to say African-American. I just like that better. I don't know. So African-American, um, bachelor and i think they should there's some hot ones out there man i'll take an idris elba right so i think they should do that now i think that would be exciting actually i'll take a will smith i mean i know he's not single or gay but i'll take a will smith yeah there, well he's not well no, i don't know about that so uh is <laughs> we did we did african-american mixers men and women and they were fantastic they were probably the best television we did so i don't see what's wrong with that it's basically the same thing you know yes that is true what do you think of what do you I, think go on going skin i skip. was well i was gonna ask you i mean i'm what do you think leah needs like in a man i mean now that you're watching a bigger man than her with two, with, with with a bigger dick than hers <laughs> i mean like she has to learn to subdue Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, there's one thing like, okay, so what you see right now is my alpha. Here's my alpha, right? I'm business. I'm talking, giving opinions, blah, 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 right? When I'm with a man, I'm quiet. I'm beta. Nobody believes that. But I'm a Gemini, so I'm two people. So um, she needs to learn how to switch when she goes home and become beta. And she doesn't like that because she thinks that's anti-feminist. But it's not. For his masculinity to rise, your femininity has to rise. That's called quantum physics, baby. I can't change the dynamic of the yin and the yang. What about Sonia? Oh, Sonia's having a, Tony doesn't want anyone. She's having fun. When the guy comes along that's, that's a man with money that can take care of her, um, has done something with his life, he's not some like hottie that's just using her, she'll, 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 find, she'll, she'll close the deal. But she hasn't met anyone like that. As we age, it gets really hard. You know, we're aged out. There's a lot of ageism going on in America. You know, and it doesn't matter that you're on television. There's plenty of women over the age of 40 that can't get a job in Hollywood. Um, they're not effable, fuckable, as they like to say, which is bullshit. I'm sorry. This is bullshit. And so there's ageism. So they don't get a lot of opportunities like you think they do. You, don't, you think men are throwing themselves at all these women. They're not. Ramona said being on TV ruined it. And she can't find a man because nobody wants to date her in New York because they look at her as she's crazy. You know, look at Andy. He's single and he's settled down now. Anderson too. I don't think Anderson's with that guy anymore. Now, what do you think Andy needs? Um, a guy that doesn't want to be famous, that has his own thing, handsome, maybe younger, like in his mm, late thirties, I'd say, cause he's like 50 something now that might be wanting having another kid. And would settle down with him. Brings his own money to the to the table. Interesting. So, like what I did it for Jeff Lewis. I fixed Jeff Lewis up. He's with Scott. They broke up because Jeff was being an asshole. That I told him you got to go back to therapy. You got to listen to Scott. Now they're back together. So I that I, I fixed them up. I'd fix Andy up right now in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And you think he needs someone little younger with some money? I mean that makes sense and doesn't want to be famous. <laughs> like a step like let's say he's a lawyer or a doctor or um, an accountant I don't care but he's done he went to school he established himself you know and um wouldn't hurt if he's Jewish right because he's Jewish right but I don't think he likes I think I don't remember what he he likes skinny little young ones right doesn't he like that I don't I don't so I don't know but I feel like if he got a nice hot guy in his 30s who said look I'm done playing around um I'm over the scene um, I want to settle down. I don't need your money and I don't need your fame because I really don't want to be famous, but I want to be a husband and I want to be a father. That's a deal. Same thing for Anderson. Anderson's so handsome. Don't you think he's gorgeous? I love his eyes. He's really cute. I mean, it must be, I mean, listen, people must, men must throw themselves at Andy Cohn and Anderson. But you see, you understand, it's not throwing themselves because it may not be the one you want. Right. You know, I... 
me out, but they're not the ones I want. So that's why I'm single. They're, and by the way, Andy's I, Anderson's a Gemini. We're all Geminis. Me but too. Pick, I'm, a, I'm a Gemini. What is your birthday? Uh, it was this Tuesday, June 9th. Okay. Well, I'm May 31st. So it's my tough. Mother, and I'm a double Gemini. I'm a rising Gemini. So I am picky and I'm not going to settle. So that's probably why I'm going to marry. But um, I would love to see Andy get married right now with the kid. It would be so sweet to watch him fall in love, you know, the way he did with Ben. And it's just now, and maybe they got another kid. Same thing with, with, with Jeff. I hope he has another child with Scott. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see them all married, you know? I know they're gay and they don't have to, but I'd like to see them all married and settled, settled, you know? I'm still an old-fashioned romantic, sorry. I still, gay or straight, bisexual, I still like to see everyone married. Really? You know? Speaking yeah. of, you know what I, who I wanted to ask you about, speaking of gay men who have, you have tried to help in the past, he, Perez Hilton, he talks about all the time how single he is, how he, I mean, literally, on his site now, he just is like, I can't find someone. He's changed a lot since the mini days. And when he came on the show, um, it was just bad. It was not the right casting because the one that he wanted had a little discretionary background, which I'm not going to get into a long story on that, and it didn't work out. But I told him that keep going. He'd lost the weight. Then he adopts the two kids. I don't know if, no, they're surrogates. Two surrogate kids. He had the most gorgeous house, by the way, in Hollywood. It was stunning. And then he moves to New York. And he said, New York's really hard. And I said, we'll move back to LA. And then he moves back to LA. So some people, it takes a while for their number to come up. But he's due. Perez's do. You think and I and I know how hard it is when he's not like Mr. Hotty Patati and going to the Abbey seven nights a week. And but we're in quarantine now, so maybe a time to get online and connect with someone online. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go on Grinder or Tinder, but you can definitely go on Match.com and find someone who's a little more serious. You know, because it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight; it just matters of finding that person that's looking for a relationship. And that's a completely different thing than looking for a hookup, you know? What type of guy do you, do you see Perez with? Probably a businessman. Like a guy who owns his own business. Because he's an entrepreneur and he would identify with that. And maybe someone more masculine than him. Maybe like um, someone who's a little, who takes charge. Because Perez wants to take charge. And I think it'd be nice if he sat back and laid back and let someone do the driving. Interesting. And Perez works like a dog. Perez works all the freaking time. He's always coming up with ideas. He's super genius. You just like, most people don't know about him. They only see what they see in the media. My favorite was the Perez site with the fashion, but now we have nothing to look at because nobody's wearing any fashion. But that was my favorite site. Mm -hmm. Interesting. What about, I mean, I, just one couple I'm curious about. What about Erica and Tom Girardi? Erica and Tom, which I didn't hear you going and up. Erica Jane and her husband. Oh, Jordy. first of all, she's the best plastic surgery I have ever seen. She is gorgeous, stunning. Like gorgeous. I, I can look at her all day long and never get bored. Like when I watch the show, I, I really wait for her moment to come up. Um, look, they have an unusual relationship. You may not see the sexuality, but you got to remember something. What we see in front of the camera, 
you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. People have sexual inclinations for the strangest, oddest people you would ever think. I'm sure Pornhub is making a fortune from that right now as we speak. So maybe they got this crazy sex life. I know he's older he's in his 80s, but maybe Cialis worked for him. I don't know, sir. I mean, really? He took a loan out for her so they could have a nice lifestyle, right? That's a man that you want to love you. That is true. What do you think of like Dorit and PK from what we see? They're not my favorite. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to know who did, who did Dorit's face? We all want to share the wealth, share the doctor, please. We're all wanting to get facelifts. We want to know who to go to because she has read. She looks amazing. Her wigs are fantastic. Um, I don't, I read about him with his bankruptcy in the UK and here, and I don't know about this guy. I don't even know how they bought that house in um, Encino. That was not cheap. So I don't know. No, it wasn't cheap. Wait, George really make him that much money? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, that guy has to have offshore money. So, I mean, do, well, do you ever see the way Dory dresses? I mean... Never. I said to one of my best friends, because we're all downsizing in our look. We were all talking about this last week. So I had a group of really wealthy friends. And we said, what do you, I said, I got depressed one day. I looked at my closet. I have a huge closet with a lot of couture shit. And um, I said, this is where all my money went. I could have had three houses by now. Mm -hmm. And so I said, that again, I'm done. So they were saying the same thing, but they're addicts with the couture. And I said, no one's bigger than Dorit because every single time an it outfit from Gucci, Fendi, Prada, you know, Gucci comes out, she wears it Chanel. And then you're like, where's they getting all this money? Because you only can wear it once. You can't wear it again. You've already been photographed on television. It's crazy. I don't know I, this money. I do the same thing. You like, yeah. look at those outfits. You're like, that's 15,000. <laughs> When you know fashion, you know it's it's this season. It's not two seasons ago. It wasn't on eBay, you know, where some other people use eBay. But I was like, he must be printing money in the back. I don't know. Something. What about, I mean, we're seeing difference. Especially, I was just going to say, especially in this economy, where everybody is, like, being very careful, you know? Yeah. What about, like, Denise and Aaron? We're seeing some sides and of Aaron. Know, Aaron was dating my friend for four years. And he came over from Calgary to live with her. So she brought him from Canada. Look, I don't know about this whole, I love Denise. Denise was on my show. I love her and her father. I can't imagine her with Randy. I just don't get it. Like everyone called me and like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, is this real? Or is this a publicity stunt on Brandy's part to get back on the show? Like, I don't know. I can't even, unless I said, the only way I can see it is if the three of them had a thing. And it was a one-timer and she makes it more than it is. Do you believe it? I'm, I have a hard time believing it. I agree with you. I don't see it either. I recently had Kristen Tateman on my show. I sat down with her because Kristen's love, really tell her love. I, said, I will. My favorite influencer now. I buy all the clothes because of her. I mean, mm -hmm. this, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm like close to her. She's like fucking amazing. I totally agree. You know, and she's friends with Brandy. So she's like, look, I can't talk about it because it's not aired yet. But... I, I, I don't know. Look, if Bravo has real proof, they're going to show it. So we're going to have to watch the storyline and see it. But Denise, from I know a lot about Denise and her love life with Charlie, you know, and all her exes. And uh, 
it's so opposite of which way she goes. I don't know. But then again, I never know when someone's a lesbian. You know, I'm always the one that knows last. Like, I'm always like, they're gay, they're bi, what? You know, and the one I think is gay or bi is never gay or bi. So I'm, I, don't, I don't judge anymore, you know, especially in LA. We can't, we have to ask you, what is your sexual um, litigation? Because you can't assume anymore, anymore. Everybody looks differently. We're all colorful right now. You know, it's like the guy that I think, I've met so many feminine men online that I said, you're on the wrong team. And they're like, no, I want you. And they're very sexual, but they're girly. You know what I mean? And then I've seen the other one, which is rugged like a lumberjack, and he's gay. So I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't make assumptions anymore. And I leave think, that pose. What? And you think Brandy is making kind of making it all up to be relevant? Well, if she's got, she better have some serious proof. I want to see the video. Like that's where I'm talking about. We need. I just think this is wrong. You could first of all, you could ruin someone's marriage. That's really serious. They're really they're newlyweds. Um, number two. He, it's like he could, they could ruin her career. We don't know what could happen, the effects of the career part. She's an actress, she's acting all the time. I just don't know, I don't know. And I don't think Bravo would be, especially now, I don't think they would be um, irresponsible. Like in other words, they had to have some serious proof, but I can't imagine. I just, it doesn't compute in my brain. And then That's, do you- I was shocked at that when I saw that. <clears throat> and as you were telling me before we sat down, you said, what was it about you and Brandy? Like, did you get Brandy into the Housewives? You pushed her forward. Is this true? What happened? Her, Eddie, was married to her. And Shinehe, Shira, you know, was having the affair. And, I, and, and it was coming out all over the tabloids. And I, I went, we had the same publicist. And we went to a party. And we, became, we met there at the party. And she was begging me to come on the Housewives. And then we had a mutual friend, a really close friend, she was friends with her and friends with me. And they, he kept calling me, will you help, will you help? So I wrote Andy a letter, I said, three suggestions, Marla Maples, um, her, and it was, oh, Alana Hamilton. And he goes, I don't know. And I kept calling him and writing him and calling, come on, she's, she's the front page of everything. This is a perfect moment, a perfect storm. And then I got her my manager, and we, and we were managing for a while and then he let her on, but he let her on for like no money first season. And it was like, I think she had broken her leg or something. And it was, you know, she had a test, she had a test. Yeah. Well, Marla Maples and Alana Hamilton would be good too. Oh, I know. Marla was like kind of flaky. She was dipping one toe in. We kind of knew, I was offered The Apprentice and the year I was offered The Apprentice, I turned it down and I put Brandy in my slot and Kenny was on. And Ian Aziering uh, was on, and we went. He went to the prom with my cousin. So we, I thought it would be a lot of fun to do it. But I was shoot, I was doing my show, and my show was airing. And I was like, Oh wait a second, how can I do the press for my show? Because they don't let you out. And it was kind of scary. So I said, I can't do it. And then Marla calls me up. She goes, Well, Donald's going to run for president. You don't want to do this. And I'm like, Why? He goes, Cause he's going to make you win every. He's going to be go after you, saying you're the millionaire matchmaker. How come you didn't call all your clients to get money for everything? I'm like, Oh, I'm not doing that. I was like, I'm not outing my clients, like Sumner Redstone or people like that. I was like, no, 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 no. And um, I put Brandy in the slot. Yeah. Wow. I offered her up. So, you know, it was like Marla and I were friends. We were texting the day of the election. We were like, I was in shock. She was like, I told you. You know, she knew. She was just like, I told I'm like, oh, God, that's crazy. And Alana's son I was friends with. So um, I thought she'd be good, too. And that's before they had the Hamilton uh, Stewart Ciao. Yeah. Do you, you know, like, come on, we're gonna say. Now go on. 
I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you. No, I mean, because this, do, you, do, you, do you see what a Gemini I am, Patty? Like, my mind goes all over. Oh, do yeah, you, I'm following you right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, do you, so now I'm going back to New York for a second. Do you think that the New York girls, listen, uh, uh, no one loves vodka more than me. Do you think, oh. like, that's a thing? Like, the New York girls, like, if you want a relationship, lay off the drinks. Because let's face it, New York, as a series of housewives, drinks the most. Of a CBD THC kind of girl, so I would be the mellow. If I was on one of these shows, I'd be like, "Well, oh, I don't vape now because of COVID." But before COVID, that was my jam. Like it, we went to the show house, uh, Jill and I, for um, New Year's Eve, and Jill's like, "You're the only person that's not drinking." And I'm like, "Come with me to the bathroom," and I whip out my vape. I'm like, "Would you like some?" You know. So I'd be mellow and the voice of reason. But as far as drinking goes, look, they get great scenes. Look, I get everyone liquored up in my mixer. I can't, I can't say boo to that. That's where the scenes come out. You're, it's, it's the truth serum. You lose your inhibitions. But I do agree that men judge you. I was, somebody called me for a date today. And he says, are you really like you're on, on camera? I said, yeah, I'm a non-sexual dominatrix. You want to see my whip? And I'm going to kill you. No, I'm like, no, I'm not like that dating wise that's like i have 42 minutes to get these people to find love i have no time i'm like howard stern i gotta give you radical shock jock get yourself into shape dating shape you know so he was laughing at me because you know they think that but i think that men should give them a chance you know look at bethany she found love he's a great guy she had a good one uh-huh. he seems like a great guy and good for her for and he's mellow and he's got money and he's normal and he's yeah. cute, and he's cute. Like good looking and all that. So I don't see why the rest of them shouldn't get a bunch. Why not? Same thing on, um, well, Kenya is so beautiful, but I, her picker's off, we're gonna fix that. And then let me think who else, who else is single on some of the other shows? I'm trying to think what else. Well, I don't know too many Dallas and Potomac. Um, Jersey, there really isn't anyone single. Everybody's well, married. Teresa now. Mm. Um, Teresa, Teresa's dating that pool boy. She's fine. They are together all the time. There is no way they're not dating. And he is adorable. And he has history with her from high school. That's a good, that's a good match for her. I hope they end up together. Mm-hmm. You think she's with like someone she should do age appropriate? He's like, went to high school together. Yeah. He was her brother. He's the, he owns the pool maintenance company or something. Something like that. He's, He's a cute. Dork. Super handsome. She needs one. Like, I hate, I didn't like Joe at all. Oof. You know? You didn't. No. She treat, he treated her like crap. You think she should go make up for lost time and just have a year to herself and go wild? Coach Fly, just condom up and wear a mask. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're going to see Teresa dating this next season. I think that's going to be I, part of it. Uh, I hope I can. And if she needs me to help, I'm there. For, charge absolutely but i like this guy you like this guy for her i have a good feeling on him and he's like i get the feeling thing where i know you know like luann's ready to rip a cord she already called me and asked me where to go to date it was during quarantine said you gotta wait till quarantine's over and then i'll help you she already called me Mm -hmm. what do you what do you recommend for luann oh my god 50 background checks on the next one we're talking, I'm getting Homeland Security before she dates. I know Tom and Harry. 
Dubin. Some of these men, they've had like Harvey, Har, what's it, Harry Dubin? Yeah. Like $1.99 to their name, please. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Who do you think would be the first to get married? Like if they all were going to, you know, Ramona, Sonia, Luann, well, Luann and Dorinda. So Luann probably would be the first one. Sonia's like, likes two at once. And Ramona, she doesn't fall that quick. She had a guy a couple last summer we were talking about. And I said, what's wrong? She goes, he wanted to be famous. And he was so clingy. And I'm like, oh, the good one on the show? She goes, yeah. She was videoing him. They went away or something. I said, well, he's cute. She goes, no. So I think Luann's the hopeless romantic. Like, she would jump faster. Mm-hmm. And you don't think Ramona should ever consider Mario again? She moved, well, first of all, he's such a clean freak. I don't know who could live in that environment. Did you see the way he was making them scrub the floors and everything? Ooh, that's an OCD person. No, I think she needs to move on in a better one. I don't trust men that cheat. I got a thing with the cheating, you know? And it was, she was humiliated. So, no. I understand she's got a child with him, but there could, there's better guys out there, Ramona. You can do better. Not to say that I don't love Mario. He knows that I love him. I finally, in a room, we flirt, we talk, we hang out. But I just feel she could do better. She's so successful. She made a lot of money. She's, she looks the best out of all of us. She that looks... woman is a... I know, I want... Where's her doctor? Let's get her a doctor. I want she her doctor. Best. She's, she's 60 something. She's the oldest housewife, even over Lisa Vanderpump and me. We're at the, we're at the end too. And um, so I have to say that she looks amazing. Do you think, speaking of Lisa Vanderpump, do you think Vanderpump Rules is going to continue without Stassi? And I don't know what's going to happen right now. I don't know. I don't know that call. They'd have to look at the evidence on that one. Do you think Lisa would ever... Or they're sitting there and discussing it right now. I don't know. Do you think she I would mean, ever go back to, uh, to Beverly Hills Housewives? No, not with Lisa Renna there. Because I was, we went to the party with me and Lady, Lady Gaga invited us to a birthday party. And Lisa was on one side and the, Renna and, and, and Vanderpump and I was in the middle. And they were both talking to me and they, were, they wouldn't talk to each other. And I said, wait, this is real? You're really fighting in real life? And they go, yes. And I remember when Lisa brought Renna on. Let's not forget that. So, you know, she ushered her in, kind of. So I was like, wow. When was That's this? Everyone said I would last seven minutes on the show because I would be like, fuck you, fuck you, and I would work on the facts. I'd probably come out the reunion with the paperwork. Really? You didn't call so-and-so? What's that? I would be like a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, you would. Would you, ever, would you ever go on The Housewives if you were asked? Fucking in a heartbeat, of course, just for the fun of it. And I would just love Andy to, like, you know, I wouldn't mind him grilling me. I go, come on, let's go. It'd be kind of fun. I mean, you certainly wouldn't be the one in the corner as the wallflower now. Are you fucking, I'm always the one that they come, they come to me when they want to negotiate their contract, when they want to talk about someone, they want advice. They come to me, they all come to me. So it's like, it's not like I don't know them all. Seriously. Mm -hmm. When was this party with Rena and... <laughs> housewife show with Nini because she makes me laugh like I literally will piss in my pants and cry all day long her and Bethany are the two ones that make me the last although Jill and I are so we're like sisters our parents were friends so it's like we're sisters she's building Allie's business the mask business she's building her rug business she's got real estate she's working like a dog 
Bobby handled all this stuff. So it's kind of nice to, I mean, like I call her now, she's like, I'm too busy, I'm working. I'm like, that was me. I used to say that. What the fuck? Like now I've got all the free time and she won't talk to me. We talked yesterday for like an hour, she finally got off and said, I gotta go to sleep. I said, it's like six o'clock in the afternoon. She goes, I gotta take a nap. I gotta lie down. I said, what, should I send the early bird special to you? Jill needs to come back to New York one day when this is all over. Well, I think I would love her. I think that, you know, she's friends with, she's really close to Luann. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, do you think Tinsley and Scott, did you, do you see this? Do you think we're going to see their wedding? I would love to see their wedding, but I don't think, she, I don't think Scott will allow it. He should, because he wouldn't have met her if it wasn't for the situation. I think he owes Bravo, to be honest. I mean, Tinsley, listen, I love my Tinsley. Like, you know, a lot of people don't like her on the show. She's, listen, good for her for not being a fame whore, for not caring about the cameras and for going off. Look, this was a woman that was arrested in Palm Beach in front page of whatever. She's, she knows where her bread is buttered. You know, and also, Sonia gave her a ripping, you know, when she lived with Sonia. So that was a ripping, honey, you know? She didn't have any money. She was cut off, you know? Do you think so Dorinda's being too harsh on her? Dorinda's so funny, though. Isn't Dorinda the best? She's really the best. Um, Dorinda calls, calls she, Dorinda's like me. She sees the truth and she calls it out. She's like me and Jeff. We, we just have Tourette's with the truth, you know? We'll just say it. And then we'll go, whoops, we shouldn't have said that, you know, like that kind of thing. Thank you for listening to part one of my exclusive sit-down with Patty Stanger. And stay tuned, part two, coming soon, where we talk about the OC housewives, Stassi and Kristen. Will Stassi and Bo's relationship last? We also talk about Leah Michelle, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. David comes out and tells Patty why Jeff Lewis would be the perfect husband for him in more details. Patty says, who's her favorite guy on Bravo, and much, much more. Oh, and we talk Randall on Lala, too. Definitely don't want to miss part two of our sit-down with Patty, and thank you for listening to part one. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.